Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode on Grieving Moms Podcast. This is episode number 97, The Finality and Acceptance of Death. I'm your host, Megan Hillica. And today, May 27th, is five years since my daughter, Aria, died. It seems crazy that it's been five years. Um, Obviously, I'm recording this a little bit in advance, so it's not quite five years, but I just, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how time goes like that. And when she first died, I didn't know how I was going to get by the first minutes, the days, and the weeks, let alone years. And for some reason, five years seems like, you know, a big number. And if you want to learn how to navigate death dates, I did an episode, episode 69, um, four. It was specifically for the holiday season, but the tools that I shared in there can be used for all of the days that trigger or have a lot of weight and meaning in them, like birthdays and holidays and death day anniversaries and all of that stuff. So At the time of this recording, I am not sure how we are going to spend this time this day as we will have a new baby, Um, but we usually spend it as a family, spend it with friends, and the weekend that she died, Memorial Day weekend, we've either gone to a cabin with really good friends or we've gone to a family farm that we have like a giant private campground and go camping there and spend Memorial Day weekend there. As I was outlining and brainstorming, podcast episodes, this episode just happened to land on her death day. And I thought, how fitting, because talking about the finality of death and acceptance is a hard topic. And it all stems from my daughter's death. And for you, the experience of your child's death as well. Like I said, I'm recording this ahead of time, so I'm not actually doing it this day. But it's very, it's of such an important topic to dive into. And before we dive in, I want to share a few exciting things coming up. First, I am hopefully on break with my new baby. I am due in May for our seventh child. And if everything goes well and good, I'm hopefully recovering and taking a break. Um, I'm recording all of these episodes in advance so I can give myself time to recover and so that you don't miss getting support and encouragement every week. So first of all, Episode 100 on Groovy Moms podcast is coming up, and I'm doing something very special for that, including some giveaways as it lands not only on the 100th episode, but also my birthday. So if you want to see how you can participate in that giveaway and win win some of the things that I'm giving away, you will want to do this because you will probably win something. So go to meganhillica.com slash giveaway to see all the details and find the ways that you can enter And the next thing is in July is when I will be doing another round of Relief and Grief, my three-day workshop that is amazing, and it is such a special time to spend with other moms who are also walking this journey 
a baby or child loss and grief. And so keep an ear and an ear and eye, I was going to say, but both, I guess, especially keep, keep an ear open for that, especially because my group coaching opens up off the back of that. And I haven't done a group since January, so I'm really excited for this group. It'll be extra special. And those in relief and grief get first priority to joining Life After Child Loss program and group coaching. So shall we dive into today's episode finally? Let's first talk about the finality of death. This is something that is incredibly hard to wrap your mind around. How does one die? Like, what does death mean? How does someone exist, breathe, live, laugh, have a heartbeat, and all of a sudden they don't forever? Like, I feel like this was something that I could not wrap my head around. The finality of it, the absolute infinite doneness. And it's still something that it's hard for me to wrap around my mind around that someone dies and is gone forever on this earth, it just seems so long and so final. Like, how do you even begin to describe the finality of it? That you will not see your child again for the rest of your life. That this weight is with you the rest of your life. That your brain has a hard time even wrapping your mind around this fact. I don't have any great advice or tips for this, I'm not trying to change it because we can't change that our child died, right? I just wanted to acknowledge this feeling of fighting the finality of death, of not being able to comprehend what happened. I replayed over and over and over again in my mind the way Arya died, how she died, how I could have saved her, asked over and over again, why my daughter? Why Arya? Why our child? It felt like my mind was trying to understand something that I can't understand. And I could not believe that this happened. I once heard a phrase um, that goes something like this. My mind understand, my mind knew or believed that. I could I could feel it in my mind, but my heart wasn't ready to believe it yet. There are some things that you can kind of you know rationalize in your mind, you can understand in your mind. Like this happened or that my child died and yet your heart might not be ready to believe it yet. And this can be super helpful to think about when we talk about acceptance because acceptance is something that seems so hard to be okay with. You might cognitively know that your child died. You might know that this is a fact, yet something in you fights this reality. Like you don't want to believe it. And maybe if you keep fighting it, it doesn't, you know, it means it didn't happen. Or that maybe it's not true. If you don't accept it in your heart, then maybe, you know, your child will come back somehow. It's it's really hard to even describe, but there's so much that goes into it. So maybe you feel like if you accept what happened, that you are okay with what happened and that you are over it and moving on. For some reason, the fight of it makes it feel like you are not okay with it, like you are fighting for your child and that if you always fight, then you never have to accept it. And I hear you. I completely get this. I completely understand this. You never have to accept anything if you don't want to. 
You don't have to accept that your child died. You don't have to accept that they're not here. You can fight the rest of your life if you want to. That is totally something you can do. I just want to offer a different perspective because fighting and not wanting to accept the rest of your life seems so exhausting and causes so much suffering. When you accept what is, that is the reality that you can begin to heal and do work in. When you are fighting what is, you cannot do that work. So again, you never have to accept that your child died. But I also want to say that acceptance doesn't mean that you have to be okay with the fact that it happened or that you have to be okay with how it happened. For me, the beginning of acceptance means that you acknowledge that this did happen and you cannot change it. So it's accepting that this is what is in your life. It doesn't mean that you're okay with it, um, that you're like, I'm glad they died, that you're happy that they died. It does not mean any of that. And it doesn't mean that you're done grieving. So like I said earlier, sometimes you might know something in your mind, but your heart isn't ready to believe it yet. So this all goes to your pace and when you do the work to be able to get to this point. So acceptance doesn't have to mean that you're done grieving or moving on with your life, which the name kind of insinuates. And I think that's why so many of us fight it. We don't want to accept it because, you know, it feels like if you think of the five stages of grief, acceptance was the end. Acceptance was the last stage. And it's like, okay, well, if I get to acceptance, does that mean I'm done? Does that mean I'm over and I should be okay and good? But it actually means that you are accepting that you will grieve the rest of your life, that you will miss them forever, and that you are willing to do the work to be able to live fully while grieving as well. So how do you begin to even accept what has happened? And why would you ever want to get to a place of acceptance? First, you have to do the work of processing your emotions, the guilt, the anger, the sadness, the pain. I talk about this over and 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 over again because that is what I do. That's what I do with moms is help them sit with the pain, sit with the feelings, feel them in their body, move through them. It's pretty rare that you can just jump immediately to accepting what happened. It's a process that takes some time, but also deep work. If you just wait for time, it's not going to do anything. It's processing and sitting with those emotions, working through all of the emotions that come up for you. And then you need to process the thoughts and clear up what's going on inside of your mind so you can clearly see what is going on in your life. I also talk about this often, often noticing your thoughts and what's going through your head will be life-changing. It truly, truly is when you actually take to the time to notice these things. As you do this work and move through these emotions, I want to give you an example with an emotion of grief. Like I did an episode a couple weeks back, guilt is a very common emotion. And sometimes you can fight the guilt by saying, no, I'm not at fault, using your thoughts to try to change the feeling of guilt that you are having. But I really believe that you need to process that emotion fully in order to begin to even believe a different thought. So sitting with the guilt, processing the guilt, feeling it, fully accepting the guilt, not as a fact, not taking it because I feel this emotion that this is true. So say even with anger, that if you're having anger towards, say, your child or even somebody else, 
in your grief, it doesn't mean that that anger is a fact. It just means it's an emotion in your body. It doesn't mean that you have to take it as truth, but it's a sensation in your body. And then you can begin to shift the thoughts associated with that guilt when we're going back to guilt or the anger or whatever. And if you can't do the internal work, both physically and mentally, you cannot get to a place where you can accept that you are not at fault. And this guilt is not something that you need to carry any longer. So all of these emotions surrounding your child's death as you work through them, you can slowly begin to accept that grief is a part of your life and that this happened. And why would you even want to get to a place of acceptance? Because it, you know, like I said earlier, it can feel scary, like you're getting to the end of some road, like it's done, and then that means you're done grieving. But I would offer, because it's exhausting to fight what is the rest of your life. If you resist having anger, you suffer. If you resist the guilt, you feel you suffer. If you resist the emotions of grief, you suffer. If you resist, you know, what is that your child is dead, you suffer. All of that resistance causes so much suffering. Um, I don't know if it's next week or in a few weeks, we're going to dive deeper into the suffering and how it's optional with Byron Katie's work. And so often we want to fight what is, and fighting what is doesn't change it. We cannot change that our children are dead. We cannot change that. And the finality of that feels so hard. I know. Like it, I, there's like a, frustration, attention, a super deep thing. I get that. We can't change it. And it's so final. And it can feel like you just want to fight harder. But it's in the releasing and the acceptance of what is that you can get to a place of less suffering. And I know that it feels like you have to suffer. It feels like it's your only option, but you do not. You do not have to suffer and resist everything in your life. It's when you let go of that resistance of what is that you can begin to make changes that help you. So do you have to reach acceptance? No. No, you don't. You don't have to. But acceptance will take a whole lot of weight off of your shoulders and give you peace to build your life bigger around your grief. As a reminder, acceptance never means that you are over your child dying or that you are done grieving or that you are even okay with them dying. It just means that you accept that it happened and that you can't change what happened. So all my love to you, my friends, till next week. If you have found support, encouragement, and changes on your grief journey from this podcast, I want to invite you to come check out Stop Talking, Start Feeling. It's my mini workshop that takes what I talk about on this podcast and really brings it to a tangible, practical level. It dives into emotions and thoughts and how you can begin to process and move through them. There are also sections on releasing and processing sadness and guilt, which so often come up after your child dies. Join me over at www.stoptalkingstartfeeling.com. That's stoptalkingstartfeeling.com.